Why don't you believe the truth? Why don't we believe the truth about what happened at the Pelosi home? Hmm? It's simple. A MAGA extremist came to Paul Pelosi's house in his underwear, opened an unlocked door, and attacked him with a hammer. The end. And by the way, no, we're not going to be seeing the surveillance camera footage from the many surveillance cameras on the Pelosi property. And we will also not be seeing the body cam footage from the responding officers. And the propaganda pieces are being pushed out like crazy. It's unbelievable. The alleged girlfriend of David DePappy. If that's even his real name, says that he embraced left and right wing conspiracy theories. Hmm. That really narrows things down. But here's this article from the Epic Times San Francisco DA won't release body cam video or 911 calls. And we have other headlines claiming that he was on a suicide mission and had several targets. And I I guess that's why he brought two hammers. Well, this just means that we don't have to believe them anymore. We don't have to listen to anything they say. I would be satisfied with that story if there weren't so many discrepancies in the details that have come out about the story over the last few days. And the leadership has done nothing to assuage our suspicions. No comment on why the broken glass was outside of the house as if the window was broken from the inside. No comment on who the third person was that was in the house that was unnamed. Was it Secret Service? Does Paul Pelosi get Secret Service protection? I mean, if I were a congressman, I would want my spouse to have Secret Service protection. While I'm all the way on the other side of the country doing government business. I mean, what are what are the Democrats holding on to anyway? They're about to get absolutely crushed in the midterms, assuming we have a fair election. This Paul Pelosi story has 
piques my curiosity because of the inconsistencies in the story, but also because of how immediately the mainstream media came out to try to frame this person as a right-wing extremist, MAGA Republican. And I hate to say it, but it, 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 it really just feels like these stories, these rebuttals of, of what's been going on with these scandals. It's like an attempt to save face, an attempt to dissemble. So that there's not one thing that either side can point to to say, see, this is why they lost the election. This is why the Republicans lost because of whatever. And this is why the Democrats lost because Paul Pelosi and his gay lover got in a fight in the middle of the night. Would that, I mean, is that what voters care about? I, I mean, obviously, the leadership and the mainstream media has no idea what the issues are for the American voters, or they, they pretend not to. And maybe they pretend not to because they don't want to answer for why they're doing the things that the voters don't approve of. And that's probably also why there's no debating. Why the candidates want to hide. They only want to make prepared statements. They don't want to be challenged. Because they can't answer. Because, I mean, because they... They must know, at least, that these aren't popular ideas that they're pushing. Drag queen, story hour, abortion, afterbirth... Record inflation, record cost of oil, the brink of World War Three. These are all things that are hurting the leadership in the polls. And they don't want to be forced to answer to the American public for either supporting these policies or just going along for the sake of getting along. And this is the problem with the two-party system. And I'm not saying we need to get rid of parties. We just need to get rid of the leadership. Eventually, I would say, yes, let's get rid of the parties. Let's get rid of the parties. Let's have each candidate stand on their own principles. And run it like a playoff. Right? Wouldn't that work? Sure, there'd be a lot of voting. And I wonder if that makes it easier to cheat or more difficult to cheat. It would certainly make it more difficult to cheat in the beginning stages. 
you have eight candidates. You'd have to wait until it got narrowed down to two. I don't know. I'm, I'm not I'm not up on all the ins and outs of how to cheat an election for a for a world's superpower. People in Brazil definitely think that their election got cheated, though. I don't know how Brazil does it. But it just brings me back to why. Why not? Of course. Of course it would be cheated. For the same reason that the Patriots were in the Super Bowl every year. Why the finals for so many years were between... L.A. and Boston. Because they want all the money. They can charge, the NBA can charge the most for ads when the teams that are in the finals are the teams from the two biggest markets in the country. That being, of course, New York and California or Los Angeles more appropriately. When there's that much money at stake, why leave the results up to chance? So now Brazil's got a leftist president. There was more protesting in the street. In Brazil, I'm sure they'll have a, uh, you know, what, a November 1st commission to investigate the protests. Because that's not ha- that's what happens if you don't side with the left. You side with the left or you will be destroyed. Because they're the party of tolerance. <laughs> but I really think nobody nobody agrees with it. Nobody agrees with forcing everybody to think the same way. Unless you're brain dead, idiot. We're not supposed to all think the same way. We shouldn't be forcing each other to think the same way. And I hate to say it, but I think that's what our institutions have become. Maybe it's more about profits than, you know, a a grand conspiracy for global domination. Our system certainly has been set up in a way to incentivize people to make money, take money, get money in whatever way possible. Yet what an interesting cultural dynamic has been introduced that says we should hate the rich people, hate the billionaires. And I even get up on that horse sometimes. But it's more because of who the billionaires are than the fact that they have a billion dollars. Bill Gates is up to some shady things. Jeff Bezos is up to some shady things. And I don't know that I 100% trust Elon Musk either. 
And it seems like the rest of Twitter is kind of coming around to that same suspicion. Not much has changed since he took over Twitter. I didn't really expect that, but I think a lot of Twitter users did because there's a lot of uh, dissatisfaction amongst the Twitter community. People are upset. Their accounts haven't been unbanned. They haven't been able to return. And I get it. But I think we all just need to take a breath, okay? The wheels of justice turn slowly. I posted on Twitter. Follow me at Earthbox. But it's obvious that the leadership doesn't want a free speech platform. Not to the magnitude of Twitter. Millions and millions of people use Twitter. And I think Elon Musk also doesn't want a bunch of false information going out on his platform. But the, the false information isn't Twitter's issue. I mean, why, why do we hold Twitter accountable for false information and we don't hold the media accountable for false information? The leadership certainly doesn't want Twitter fact-checking the government narrative and telling everyone that it's false either. So here's a wild idea. Stay out of it. Aren't we adults? Do we need a babysitter? If the mainstream media is full of lies, what is Twitter going to do about it? What does Twitter regulating information have to do with the information that we ingest? Can we not go to CNN.com and, and fill our minds with all the bullshit that we want? No, the idea is to keep the, quote, wrong information away from people that are too stupid to know the difference. And now we've come full circle. We're going to change the culture for the stupid people. Isn't that what got us into this predicament in the first place? Can we just leave it alone? Is the regulation of information on Twitter going to make stupid people smart? No, stupid people are going to continue being stupid. And if you have a problem with that, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. There's an endless supply of stupid people, as my father likes to say.
And it's a universal truth. Nevertheless, Musk has created a disinformation board. He's claiming to put personalities of both political persuasions on this board to help combat misinformation and disinformation. Is that bad news? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't feel great about it. I was always skeptical. I was always skeptical of the celebration. Although one, one redeeming factor in this whole Twitter saga is that the company is private, which means it won't be susceptible to the ESG standards that are forced on publicly traded companies by, you know, BlackRock and, and Vanguard and the massive hedge funds that own the majority of, of stocks in, in most of these companies. And I don't, I, I hate to get dark and, uh, you know, black pillish here, but uh, I, I, it, it feels unfortunately like we're, we're a snowball rolling downhill and we're picking up speed and gaining mass and it's not going to end great because hell is at the bottom. I mean, if there's massive financial institutions that are changing our culture by forcing our corporations to behave in a certain way, conduct business in a way that's environmentally friendly, employ people in a way that celebrates this leftist social push and governs their company in a way that promotes green policies... Why do our politicians matter? I hate to say that I was right, but doesn't it look like politicians are becoming less and less relevant with each passing day? But I am excited for the midterms. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm excited for the midterms like I'm excited for the next episode of Lost. And what does that mean? I don't know. Does it mean that I I, I don't really think anything different is, is going to happen regardless of who wins the elections? And is that is that correct? I mean, I just have to ask myself and you have to ask yourself, do you really believe with the people that are in charge of this country that they're going to let us vote to change their plans? Because it really isn't about Republicans and Democrats. We've been over that. Republicans are endorsing Democrats and Democrats are endorsing Republicans. And that tells me 
that there's no such thing as a Republican and a Democrat. And I hate to be getting up on this what is the point soapbox six days before the election, five days before the election. But I do know that if we don't all go out and vote, it's infinitely easier for them to cheat. Because if you don't go vote, they will cast your vote for you. And we will definitely be screwed. But if we do go vote, we have a chance, even if it's a slim one. Hey, thanks for hanging out. Please share the show. Follow me on social media. I'll be back. Goodbye.